أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة ونسكي ومحياي ومات الله رب العالمين لا شريك له وقال تعالى إن إبراهيم لأوان حليم صدق الله العظيم My respected brother Islam We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this beautiful deen We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for making us mu'mineen and giving us this iman and making us from the ummatis of Nabi As we all know that these are the days of the great days of Zil-Hijjah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared that the best of days and the best of nights are in these 10 days. This through Nabi declaration shows the greatness and the importance of these days. Of course, we've got a myriad of days in the year, like, uh, uh, you know, the days of uh, uh, Ashura, the days of uh, Ramadan, and so forth. So like that, in preparation of the great event that is to come, and that is the day of Arafah, which is the day of Hajj. In preparation to that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this a manifesto to lead us to understand how great these days are. Like when we prepare a, an event or we prepare some function, then there's a lot of preparations to be made. Like that, Allah ta'ala has made these days in preparation to the day of Arafah, 
and the day of Hajj. In these days, Allah loved so much the deed of Hazrat Ibrahim We know the sacrifice that Ibrahim made. One is the sacrifice. The greatest sacrifice that he made was to go and slaughter his son Ismail that we all know that but what is in that sacrifice and behind that today we'll just touch on it and we'll discuss some aspects of it because lots of times we discuss only or we know the event the actual event that when Ibrahim went and he went to slaughter his son and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought about a a ram to slaughter and then therefore because of the sacrifice Allah loved so much this act that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it part of this ummah imagine the the time when Ibrahim والسلام, lived every ummah has its own uh, sharia its own rules regulations but that one rule and regulation and the part of that sharia of that time Allah loved that action so much that he made our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to do the sacrifice but what led to this everything about Ibrahim wasalam, is toils around one thing and that is sacrifice we are going to discuss this today so we get the the the, the importance and we get the knowledge of how the sacrifice and what the sacrifice was all about. Ibrahim the word Ibrahim itself means to be a fatherly figure, to be halim, to be soft towards the family. And this is what we're going to be seeing and we're going to be hearing today. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says, Inna Ibrahim la awwam halim. Indeed, Ibrahim was soft-hearted, was, was towards nice towards his family. Now this is what we're going to be discussing part of it. So Ibrahim with Hazrat Sara left for Egypt from Palestine. And when they went to Egypt, there Ibrahim married Hajra and she came from this is important for us to note this and she came from the king's home she was the daughter of the king and you can imagine from what luxury that she came so this will tell us the background of Hajra and three of them then left for Palestine back again when they came to Palestine then uh, as a, Ibrahim by that time he was old he was approximately about 70 years old plus minus and he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a child and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him that child and that child was none other than Ismail now in that household Sarah was the Hajra and Ibrahim and of course Ismail came in now Sarah who did not have any children was like any human being was not too happy about the situation and there was always a, a kind of a uh, dispute we'll say 
a kind of some uneasiness in the house. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted Ibrahim والسلام, a wish to leave with Ismail والسلام, and Hajra to another place. In that Jibreel والسلام, was sent and he came in the form of a, a human being to lead them to a destination unknown unknown to any of any one of them and so when he came he rode Jibreel rode the camel and the three of them followed by the distance from there to the point that they reach they were traveling for over one month it was probably a a more than a thousand kilometers or miles from Palestine that they road and road and they came to a spot at that time palestine was a very very and probably now also very fertile land so you can just imagine from where they left and to where they're going to a place that is now known as makam karama so this place at that time was completely barren there was nothing there the only thing that they saw there were mountains, hills and mountains. Not what we see now as Makkah, but at that time, and it was gloomy. They were like, if you had gone there, you were doomed. There were only rocks and black rocks that gave the image of doomness. And so, Jibreel commanded Hazrat Ibrahim to ask his wife to be now left at that spot. If you remember, Ibrahim was put into the fire. And when he was put into the fire, of course, the fire was made cool for Ibrahim In fact, the wind and the water rose up to say that, can we doze and we can make? He said, no, this is from the command of Allah. And it was accepted and Ibrahim, Ibrahim said nothing. But at this spot, at this point, Ibrahim والسلام, said, Ya Allah, at this place or in this place that I have to leave my wife Hajra and my only child after getting the child from, for so many years. One can't imagine this. I think we have to put it in perspective and command from Allah is and so he did exactly that. And then he left. As he was leaving with Jibreel Ibrahim was following Jibreel and then at a, a distance Hajra thinking what she's going to do there in a place that has none, nothing, not even a tree, not even a plant will grow in that place, completely barren. What am I going? This is like a suicidal situation. This is how you'll think. And so Ibrahim, she followed Ibrahim thinking that for moments after that, that at least there will be some pity that Ibrahim was come into his heart that he will take with. But they rode and rode for some while. And Hajar thought for a moment that this is a prophet of Allah. And a prophet of Allah is the truth. 
The Prophet of Allah speaks only the truth and it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so this is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so when that came into her mind, she says, no, well, I have to now go back again. And wherever the tent, you can hardly call it a tent, only a, 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 a sheet that was put up for Hajra and Ismail Islam. And that's where I have to go back again. But at a, from that point to a distance, Ibrahim didn't turn his back to see his wife and his child. He rode until he came to a point where he could not see them or he could not see her standing. And he turned around and he asked Allah, Oh Allah, this is your command and I will accept that command. And from there he left and Hazrat Hajra left with Ismail to this little spot where she was sitting. You can't imagine that the nights we don't have, we have load shedding for just a few hours or maybe a day or whatever it may be, that it becomes an issue. Here there were nights upon nights and days after days. It is said in the book that you can imagine at night in that barren place, that even the rocks must be thinking, what, is, what are these people doing here? Even the stars that glittered must be thinking and asking, what are these people doing here? The moon must be asking that. And when it was daylight, the sun, as strong as the sun, as badur as the sun, as majestic as the sun, must be asking, what are these people doing? They will perish in this and that is how for three days only did Hajra have a little water in her leather bag. And for three days they drank that water. After three days, then what? There was nothing. And as this grew, of course a mother's heart is a mother's heart. What I will do for my child? That there is no more water for this child. And that there is no water for this child for months or maybe for, 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 for miles off, because the place is that type of place, that there is no shelter and nothing at all. So then she gets worried, and when Ismail then cries out, as his cries become louder and louder, she becomes more worried. And when she could not bear it anymore, then that is the time she goes to Safa, as we know, Safa and Marwa, when we go for uh, Umrah, or we go for Hajj, we have to make this, we experience this from one end to the other end to the two small little hilltops, or you can draw mountains, small hilltops. And so she goes to Safa and she sees whether she can see anything at that, from that point onwards. And then if she cannot see, then she goes down and then she goes to Marwa and she sees like that she had traveled for seven times. That is why we, it is a practice that we move from one end to other for seven times. But at a point between the, the green point, when she was, when the thought came to her mind that, what about my Ismail? Then she'll run. And that's the time when we run between those two spots, the two points. And so she will see from there, run and see whether he is okay or not. And then she will, at the last instance at Marwa, after the seventh time that she, she reached there, at the seventh point, then she fainted. And when she fainted, then suddenly she got up 
and she saw an image, the image of a man. Now there is nobody at all. There was nobody at that point and there will be nobody yet, but because of her imagination, she thought she saw a person. To get help for her child, she ran towards, and when she ran towards that person, it was not a person, it was just an imaginary thing. And that's when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the ground. And that's when, at the point where Ismail was resting, that when you hit his legs, Zamzam, the water we know is Zamzam. Zamzam in that language means stop, stop. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, mentions that if Hajra didn't say stop, stop, zam, zam, then the whole of Arabia and probably the whole of the world would have been flooded. So this is just a basic outlook of what had happened. My point is, as I said earlier on, from where did Hajra came? From a family of dynasties, from a family that was from the kings, she was the daughter of the king. And so where did she end up? And what condition beyond imagination? And from this point onwards, why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala create this atmosphere and this environment? It is to show that everything good that comes, comes through hardship, comes with mehnat, comes with sacrifice. It's not this. The deen of Islam grew from one, just once off, from a very nice and palatial of nice and good environment. No, it came from an environment that was always with difficulty. And so it's in reflection to us that our sacrifice should also be that we put mehnat in life. Nothing comes easy. You know, like they say that our younger generation have got everything on the plate, but let there be sacrifice because appreciation is only through sacrifice. It's not just on the plate or platter and the golden plate that they get it from. Our old people knew this and that is why they made the mehnat and sacrifice. This was entirely a great sacrifice and from there onwards, we don't have too much of time. From there onwards, it was again a second stage and a message had come to Ibrahim salam. He was now in Palestine. He made the trip to come and see after one year. So Ismail salam was one year. But he was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you will come. You will not descend. You will not come down. You'll be on your camel and You'll see Ismail and then you'll leave. What a sacrifice that this mother had to see. And there she said, she understood and she quickly washed Ibrahim salam, his feet, his asking permission to do that. And again, he had to ride back again to Palestine. That was when Ismail salam was one year old. Thereafter, when Ismail salam started growing and he started playing and he was about six between six to eight years old Allah then commanded Ibrahim to go but how 
Ibrahim Ibrahim received some some uh, dreams. In one dream, he says that he was told that you must sacrifice something that you like most. So what was that? He thought that maybe it is a goat. So he sacrificed the goat. When he had another dream that you must sacrifice something that is even more worthier than that, then he sacrificed a cow. Then he got a dream that it must be even more than that, expensive and more of a luxury item. Then he sacrificed a camel. When he got the next one, he understood what it is. When he got the dream that it must be even more pricier or price, must have a big price on it. Then he thought that it was the sacrifice of Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam, and then he left for, from Palestine to Makkah Mukarramah once again. And there, when he came, I'm cutting it a little short, and when he came there, look at the sacrifices. And when he came there, he had to now take an excuse how he is going to take little. Uh, Ismail away from the mother because the mother's attachment, the mother's security has always been there because that's a barren land. It is still growing and she wouldn't want to see Ismail out of her sight after so much of sacrifice. So Ibrahim one day says to Hajra that let me take him for a walk. But the plan was as we all know, it was to go and sacrifice. How are you going to say to the mother, you can't tell a mother that you're going to take your child to sacrifice? That will never be this, uh, she'll never allow it. And then he goes, and as he goes to the, the place of the sacrifice, and we all know that, you know, Allah tested Ibrahim to the fullest, to the height that none other person would even think of it, that to sacrifice my, to slaughter my own child, this was the test of test times. And there are a few things that I just mentioned because we don't have a lot of time, that when poor little, small little Ismail, when his father told him this, then he says, this is from Allah. Small child is saying, this is from Allah. Ya Do it. If you have to do it, do it. But only one thing, one request I have, or rather two requests. One is, should you be slaughtering me at that point, turn my head the other way. Because it must not at any point detect from there to, 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 to put you off. Because this is a command from Allah. If at that point a father thinks for a moment, how can I? Then it won't be fulfilled. So you must turn my face. And secondly, is that my mother, my mother will ask of me, you must bury me here, not take me back. One, two is that you must make sure that you give her my kurta, what I'm wearing, my shirt that I'm wearing, so that she can remember me in the times when she wants to. So Ibrahim said, that's fine. And that's when he put the place, the, this thing. And But at that point, at that very moment, he looked up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and says, Ya Allah, 
you have asked me, you've commanded me to slaughter my chair. Nothing will stop me. This is your command. This is what you want. Nothing will stop me. And that's when. There's only two times in the whole of mankind that the angels cried and wept. This is one moment that the angels cried. The entire galaxy of the angels cried and cried that what a situation this is. How is it possible that a father slaughters his child? And the other time was in Taif when they pelted Nabi wasallam. The entire galaxy of the angels cried to see our Nabi wasallam in that state. Anyhow, we all know that at that point, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent that ram and that was the little few story that this this episode that had taken place but the point here is the sacrifices the huge sacrifice and the love that Allah liked this action that has made it upon the ummatis of Nabi wasallam to go and do this so it must be done it must be done with, for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's the point it's not for the uh, meat of Allah no need the food, the, the, the meat and doesn't need the blood of that animal. It only needs that for the pleasure of Allah, the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah give us tawfiq wa Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Ashhadu an la Alhamdulillahi <laughs> من فرض فينا الحج فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وما تفعلوا من خير يعلم الله 
وتزودوا فإن خير الزاد التقوى واتقوني يا أولي الألباب قال تعالى إن في خلق السماوات والأرض واختلاف الليل والنهار والفلك التي تجري في البحر بما ينفع الناس وما أنزل الله من السماء من ماء فأحيا في الأرض بعد موتها وبث فيها من كل دابة وتسري في الرياح والسحاب المسخر بين السماء والأرض لآيات للقوم يعقلون ومن الناس من يتخذ من دون الله أندادا يعبونهم كحب الله والذين آمنوا وأشد حبا لله وقال تعالى قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم الله غفور رحيم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لينا على الله لحمها ولا دماءها ولا كينا له التقوى منكم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الكيس من جان نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت والعاجز من اتبع نفسه واتمنى على الله صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يذلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد نبدو ورسوله أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يسلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حيان عثمان وأغضاهم علي وفاطمة الشيدة نشاء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة واسد الله واسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولدي مغفرة ظاهرة وباتئة لا يغادر ذنبا رضوان الله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم اجمعين الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي من عبهم فبحبه حبهم ومن ابغضهم فبغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي غرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار أدوك الله أدوك بأسماء الحسنى ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم أن تغفر لنا وترحمنا وتبعد أقدامنا وانصرنا على الغوم الكافرين وتقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سألك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي الغربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون Adgoroni, adgoroni, wala adgoron. We must sell. Make sure it's not just straight, fully in the gaps in front of you. الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فادى 
والذي يخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء نحوى سنغريك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنب والأشقى الذي يسلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قد أفلح من تذكى وذكر اسم ربي فصلى فلتؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي السحف الأولى سحف إبراهيم وموسى الله سمع الله لمن حمدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر, الله أكبر. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله رب العالمين والآخرة للمتقين الصلاة والسلام على شكر الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم إنا على ذكرك وشكرك وسنة بلدك اللهم نأماني لما أعطيت ولا متفم منعت ولا رواد لما أخذيت ولا أنفع ذلت منك لدينك على كل شيء قدير ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وبلاغة حسنة وغنى عذاب النار ربنا أبدنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا غرد عيني وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم رب رحمهما كما ربنا صغارا اللهم أهدنا وادبنا وجعلنا سبا لمن يتدلى اللهم أهدنا لنسى والجانا جميعا اللهم إنا سلق حبك أوب من يحبك أوب عمل الذي يغربنا إلى حبك إن الله وملائكته يسلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد إنك ما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سألك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك ربنا وتعالي تجاهد الجهاد والإكرام سمعنا وتعنا وفرانك ربنا وليك المسير Ya Rahmatullahi Alhamdulillah